Welcome to the Splinters Podcast from the team on the bench. Community Radio's leading no-holds-barred Friday night sports show. Available online and replayed on Triple H 100.1 FM. Now, here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening and welcome to Splinters, the Bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM and streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn and all good podcast sites and indeed some of the bad ones as well. Yes, it is Anthony the Bull Caruso back with you. And if we're talking about bad podcast sites, we've got to talk about things that are absolutely horrendous. And we've got an absolute beauty for you tonight. It is the top 10 worst jerseys of all time. The garish, the horrendous, the WTF moments that when you see a team walk on the field or even when they have their promotional photoshops, you can just see the pain in the sports person eyes as they think, why on earth am I wearing this? We could call this the Matt Butcher look good, play good promotion because, you know, we need to look our best when we play our best. And clearly when you wear these jerseys, you're not looking your best, hence you're not playing your best. To be able to help us through this, we need two of the best looking people around to help us through this. Joining us first off, she is the queen of North Taramara, Georgia Lomas Fudderan. Good evening to you. Good evening, Caruso. How are you, mate? I, I should point out to everyone that I am currently coming to you from the Monaval Studios. I feel for you, mate. I feel for you. Yeah, it's it's great fun being in lockdown. Yeah, mm. great fun. Anyway, <laughs> also joining us tonight is, is a man who who knows how to how to do the the garish. He's an expert on it. He is our he is our resident Canberra kid. Jake Aquilina, and one person who is very much enjoying living on the clean side of the northern beaches now. Vic, it's been too long between drinks, my, my good friend. How have you been? How's lockdown treating you in the dirty zone? Oh, mate, it's I, – I enjoy sitting back and just thinking of all of the Karens that would just be hanging around here at the moment, mm. saying it doesn't exist, or indeed deciding that it would be a good idea to get infected, have a test, and then think it's a good idea to go to a local RSL for a concert. Yes, I feel that's a can of worms we can open on another time, friend. Well, it could be worse. It could be Melbourne and how there's one started. So we are going to be going through the top 10 worst jerseys. Now, a couple of rules with this that we need to do with it. First off, and a very important one, Georgia, the jersey has to have actually taken the field. Yes, it has to have been seen on the field of play and worn for at least the duration of a game to qualify. So I think that's a good rule because there are so many promotional jerseys that get made, get judged, and then don't get worn. So I think that's a fair rule. And the other one, Jake, is we have limited to one per sport because quite honestly, in America, we could just be going all day on this. We could do a top 25 on just American jerseys, like literally. There's some horrific ones out there, but yes, I think that's a fair rule. One one jersey per sport, which has made it difficult to narrow it down to a, a top 10, but I think we've done pretty good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be strutting down the catwalk in some of the worst designs you will ever see. And what better way to do it than right here on Splinters? We're going to kick things off with number 10. And we're going to start off in the world of basketball, Jacob, a team that's normally known for having pretty decent jerseys and an absolute, I think, more confusion more than anything else 
the Milwaukee Bucks and what we've what's been called the purple and green Patronus jersey from 2009. Yeah, someone is clearly uh, a big Harry Potter stan who designed this jersey from 2009 because it's uh, it's it's a sort of a blanket green color with a bit of purple splashing of purple and a big well a Milwaukee Buck, funnily enough, on the front that kind of looks like it's come out of the end of Harry Potter's wand. It, it seems. Like a straight, like it, yeah, like I said, a Harry Potter stand is just really going. You know what? Let's get it. Let's just make this as if Harry Potter's designed our jersey. Georgia, you actually don't mind this this jersey, do you? I mean, well, to be fair, I am known for wearing some very messed up things. Um, I mean, I wear tie dye board shorts so, and just to play indoor soccer. I actually don't mind this. I probably would wear it. But I mean, it, it's it's still pretty bad. It's not, it's <laughs> not great. So it's certainly not the worst on this list. It's coming in at number ten, but it's not. It could be. It, it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot lot worse if we're going to be honest. Is, is there any saving grace for this? Because to me, the first thing that stands out is that green and purple just don't mix. I mean, just ask Gordon. Wow. All right. <laughs> this is coming from the doyen of fashion, as we know. Uh, <laughs> but it could be. I said, like I said, it could be a lot worse. It's you know, it, it, the good thing for it is it's like it's it's a solid. Like a solid darkish green. A lot of it's a lot of dark green. There's obviously splashes of purple and, and bright colours in there, but it's it, you know it's mostly a solid colour, which I think helps them in a bit. You know, the the buck isn't too overwhelming. It is you know it's there, but it's only the sort of an outline. It's not like a, a picture on the front, if that makes sense. Like some of the jerseys we'll see later in the in the list could be you know as like I said, it could be a lot worse. I don't, I I think this the solidarity of the green saves it a little bit. And Georgia, we've seen purple work on basketball jerseys. I mean, we only need to look at the uh, the Sacramento and the Sydney Kings, and the purple they have on that just looks absolutely beautiful. Um, LA Lakers as well. They use purple. Yeah, the LA Lakers, LA Lakers, LA Lakers, Lakers as team. well. Yeah, you're quite right. The LA Lakers in purple, it actually can look very good, but just with the green, I just I think it's a bit of a clash. Yeah, I mean, look, as I said, I'm not one for fashion. Um, I think they can't. They tried to to fade out the purple into white in it, which just I don't think that saves it, to be completely fair. And they've only done it for the bucks. Maybe if they'd done it on the number as well, probably still would have looked just as bad, but, you know, kind of taken a little bit away from the number. But that that's that's horrendous. <laughs> it is. It is quite bad indeed. Well, let's go to number nine. We're going to stay, I guess, stateside, but it's NFL. The Seattle Seahawks. Known for having some pretty cool jerseys throughout their time. And, Jacob, they've pulled out this, what we've called the Peter Pan jersey from 2009. 2009, not a good year for jerseys. No, as we it's see. not. No. And, and there's going to be another mention later on. Yeah, I think there's three jerseys from 2009, so not a good year for 2009 in, in the way of jerseys. But this is, like I said, it's, it, it reminds us of Peter Pan because it's like a bright lime green all the way through because the normal Seattle Seahawks colors are like a, like a dark blue and white with like a splash of lime green here and there. But they use this as their color rush Jersey in 2009 for a few rounds. And Oh, it is horrendous. It is like, it's as it's genuinely like you're supposed to be working in the mines or stopping traffic or something like that. Like you see blokes in building sites who just, who would be wearing this color on their top, but this is going all the way shoulder. I'm pretty sure even the helmets like a like a brightish green color as well. So no, their, their helmets were dark. Were dark. No, 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 no. Oh, that, they, they did bring that ruling where they couldn't change helmets, didn't they? Because they used yeah. to change helmet colors, but 
they can't anymore so there you go but yeah oh it's whoever thought this one up was just not in the right frame of mind because it is a horrific color too way too bright on the eyes and, and georgia it, i mean it's bad enough that that's too 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 bright on the eyes but when you start sort of looking at the, the ensemble as a whole and you start going you know to the pants itself you just go oh, oh my god you know could you just be one of the lost boys i think the pants and the tights are a little too far um, but, I mean, just the top itself, happily, I mean, it's a very similar color to the shirt I wear for goalkeeping. And, I mean, if you go back onto the Kissing Point website, you'll see it. But, I mean, it kind of looks like the Sydney Thunder jerseys, if if you look at it close enough. But, I mean, yeah, this 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 may cause quite a few... A much lighter today. green, though, this one, compared to the Thunder jerseys, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it would... <laughs> Both jerseys can cause a bit of a headache. So, I mean, it, I guess it just depends on taste for this one, really. I, I could see people jumping out and just start singing um, that they're men in tights from the movie Robin Hood Men in Tights. You know, that's how bad it looks. Seattle, you know, I, I love watching them play from time to time, even though I'm not that much of an NFL fan. But, oh, my, like, I, I, I look at that. It didn't sell well. This definitely did not sell well. No, no. no. It didn't. It hasn't aged well either, as far as I'm concerned oh. with that. So, I don't think they ever wore it again, which is probably the right decision to make. There's been a few jerseys where they've worn it once and they've just gone, "Nah, we'll never wear it again." Uh, speaking of jerseys, I should never see the light of the day again. Georgia, we're going to go to you for this one for number eight from 2015, and you had the horrifying honour of being present to see this while being played in. As the New Zealand women's shirt from the T20 World Cup of the 2015, and you called it the corset shirt. I I was there when it was uh, revealed for its first ever game. It was revealed, I believe, it was actually worn before the World Cup in Sydney at North Sydney Oval when New Zealand played Australia in T20s, and it it does have pink for the for the Breast Cancer Foundation, but it does accentuate the breast area um and and does kind of look like a corset that would be worn by wonder woman and unfortunately that was from 2015 so i mean it wasn't that long ago either so yeah. when, you, when you point this one to the group i didn't think that it was that bad like i was looking at it going oh it's not that bad like yeah the pink the you know the pink on the front mixes in the black like uh, it's not that bad until you pointed out the way the pink part of the shirt actually is shaped then i thought oh yeah that actually hasn't sh- hasn't aged too well and like we said it's like a it's kind of like the main character of a like a lara croft has just upgraded her armor but that they've only given it to her, so cover the relevant spots it, 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 you can see that they've done that to show obviously being wearing predominantly black and the logo here is being both black. Obviously, they would have to push the colours higher in order to see the Silver Ferns logo and the uh, World Cup uh, logo as well. But I, that's very unfortunate. That is extremely unfortunate, especially for a women's team um, and trying to come into the 21st century. You can keep that one back in 2015. That's not coming with us into 2020. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not going forward. And and, and and you're absolutely right. It is just it, the, the, the positioning of the patterns themselves could not be any worse. <laughs> like, no, clearly this has not been thought through by New Zealand cricket. And you'd have to wonder what, what they were honestly thinking when they sort of started designing this. So, 
And and like uh, you guys, I didn't see anything wrong with it at first until I posted a photo from the game and a mate of mine pointed it out, and I haven't unseen it since. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And this this takes some beating because this is going to bring up the first um, of my honourable mention. This, or actually, I should say, dishonourable mentions for this. And it's the the when Australia first started playing T Twenty cricket. And that god awful grey and gold jersey. Oh, the grey jersey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I forgot about that. That was horrendous. Like that, that honestly took some beating. Yeah. And, oh. and, I remember and when they first came out and it was like grey, but it had like the gold piping down the side and then like a slash in the middle. But it didn't yeah. go all the way across. It sort of faded into like a point halfway. It, that that was a weird jersey. That was a weird time when they when no one really cared about twenty twenty cricket. And it was all just like hit and giggle stuff. And they had nicknames on the back of their jerseys and all that kind of gear. And now yeah. it's like. I, I just remember David Warner playing and underneath, I think it was actually a singlet and they wore compression shirts underneath as well. Yes, yeah. they did. It, didn't, it didn't look right. And I just remember watching David Warner playing in that and thinking, no, he did wearing he that. play in that grey jersey? Because I thought the grey jersey was that team where it was like Hayden, Gilchrist, Ponting. Yeah, no, they the brought it back in, I think it was 09, actually. Could you imagine that compression style jersey with the women's, New Zealand women's shirt? That would have just been the end of it. Right. That would have far too much. That is, That would have just been the absolute end of it. So, yeah, there's, there's – and, and by the way, we should also encourage if you've got uh, for the for the people on this call, if you do have any honorable, dishonorable mentions, throw them up because we are all for throwing people under the bus. Now, what should be pointed out as well with this so far is when you look at the people who have designed them so far, there's not been well actually no, the, the, it's so far we should point out the, the manufacturers of these jerseys so far. So the basketball one's just the generic basketball brand. I think it's one company that does it all, isn't it, Jake? Uh, yeah, I think at one point it was. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. But then you've got the stat Seahawks jersey, which is, where, where, you know, that, that's a point against Nike. Yeah. And then... Nike, known for uh, pushing the boundaries, though, in style. Yeah, and then the cricket jersey done by Canterbury. Yeah, Not right. the finest hour. No, no. no. That's a good steal, Canterbury. Let's go with that. We're going to go to number seven. Yeah, number seven. And we're going to go to rugby league. But we're going to stay in New Zealand. It is the New Zealand Warriors, and guess what? It is Canterbury in for their second um, for their second demerit point, and it's their tea towel jersey from last year. It's this year's jersey, isn't it? Is it for this year? Oh, the twenty twenty. No, we're twenty twenty one, aren't we? Yes, yeah. we have just this season just gone. Twenty one. Yes, we've left twenty twenty behind. We're we're moving on. This season just gone. Yeah. We don't talk about we don't talk about twenty twenty. The t- the tea towel jersey. Did, did they even? I'm, I don't even remember them wearing it, but there's photos of players playing in it, so I assume they wore it. But yeah, they did. Oh, a check like a check black and yellow jersey. Dead set looks like a chalk banana milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Have you started working for Kellogg's lately with that? Uh, if if Kellogg's are hiring, my number is yeah. 041. <laughs> Georgia, what were they thinking? Because you you've also described this as like a picnic blanket jersey. Yeah, honestly, this is something that my mother would say, get the picnic blanket out of the cupboard, and I would go drag it out and look at it and go, oh, we're really bringing this out of the cupboard to use. Can't we just go buy a new one? And it's a shame as well, um, guys, because the Warriors have had some pretty cool jerseys. I mean, I am a fan of the old designs that they had once upon a time, the blue, red, green, and white. The way they used to do that looked absolutely 
absolutely mad. I don't mind that one. It, it stands out as well. Oh yeah, you know the you know the, the Warriors jersey with that with the with the pointed like Maori type symbols on it and mm. yeah 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 very good one. I do like that one. So it's their uh, you know the retro round jersey this year. It is. Yeah. It is. And and then even when they went to predominantly black and red, the ones that they've been using over the last couple of years looks quality. They've they've kept they sort of keep the the design. They've just changed the colors, but it it works. Oh yeah, it works hundred percent. It's I I, I the New Zealand have got their like their color scheme pretty down pat for all their. Uh, all their sports, aren't they? It's that black. Yeah, that uh, you just use black and silver and grey and all that kind of, you yeah. know, because obviously their all blacks is their number one. They sort of build from there. But the the Warriors have sort of they started with that blue jersey and they've worked back to black and now they're going back into the blue. So I don't yeah, mind the I don't, blue. I, no, I don't mind the blue either. Yeah, but this this is horrendous. This, this is this is this is. Someone's dead to got inspiration from their tea towel at home and just gone. Yeah, you know what? That'll look good on. Can Master I also Mary remind Bar. you guys? It looks like the brown jersey that cricket New Zealand wore in that very infamous match where Trevor Chappell bowled the last ball underarm. You're not wrong there. Oh yeah. You had, I one. just I just realized that as well, and I was looking at it going. Oh, okay. You are not wrong there. That should be never brought up. No, no. And look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bringing it up. And look, we've seen rugby league have some absolute shockers. Most of them have been one-off jerseys, but this was actually used as an away jersey last year. Yeah, which is just terrible. Uh, The ones that the ones that come to mind in terms of just being god awful include the the Sea Eagles. Um, Anzac Day jersey that almost vomit gold. Yeah, oh yeah, that tried to be camouflage but didn't really look like camouflage. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know exactly the one. That I know it was for a good cause, but the when the but and um, when the Penrith Panthers wore that, it, the whole um, setup was pink socks, shorts, jersey. Where they wore that like bright pink. The high, I like the pink jerseys, but they wore their entire like. The whole kit was pink. was bright yeah. pink, which I thought was probably a touch too much, but was for a good cause, so I think they get away with it. Well, I mean, the only thing that made it worse was then seeing, also seeing Josh Mansell with the pink beard as well, and I just went, oh, oh, dear. oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> what about the, well, another dishonorable mention is the New South Wales State of Origin, that vintage um, like roadblock jersey, where the top quarter of it was the normal blues um, color and logo and stuff, and yeah. then they had like the ro- the road in the middle with the two yes. lines going down it. Oh yeah, going across it. Who yeah. thought that was a good? Because I'm sure they wore that in the early '90s, and then they brought it back last year for some I, bizarre reason. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. That that just looked. Uh, it looked lazy. Because it got panned. You got absolutely yeah. panned in the media. And right, and deservedly so. I, I still love the ad that they did when Tui's came back as their sponsor, and they made that they had to dig at um, the former jerseys all having VB and some green stain on the front of it. Yeah, like that was quite clever. But yeah, that New South Wales jersey was just god awful. The other one that that came that comes to mind for me as a dishonourable mention, um, I think, and I'm sorry, it's going to go back to the Seals. I know they did it because Hugh Jackman is a massive fan. But that Wolverine jersey, I'm sorry, blue and yellow does not fit on a Seagulls for the Seagulls, period. Oh, to be fair, like any of it the looked, Marvel jerseys, none of them are great. 
Are they? No, and even in the in, even in the big bash when they did them too, they don't look good. No. It, it looks no. wrong. Hulk, the Camberatus Hulk jersey with the purple on it. Oh, yeah. Grim. That, so the only yeah. one, the only one I could I could somewhat accept was North Queensland Cowboys with Thor, and maybe that's the only reason that they got away with that is because you had Tarek Sims dressed yeah. as it. The Nate Miles call from memory. Yeah, the Nate Miles call. Yeah, exactly. It was well, Spider Man with the Roosters Spider Man. It was at Newcastle. They did Spider Man. That wasn't too bad. Newcastle did Spider. Newcastle did um, Spider Man. No, no, no. The Roosters I think did the Flash. Yes, they did. Yeah. They were all pretty bad. So. Canberra Raiders doing Iron Fist. Did anyone know who even Iron Fist even was until that jersey came out? No, I, I could say. I and they tried know. to do it on Netflix and it just failed. I. I I'd never even heard of Iron Fist, and the first time I'd ever heard of that well, just went somewhere else, and I'm not even going to go elaborate on so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, rugby league have had some terrible jerseys. And, I mean, the other one as well, the other ones as well has just been pretty much any Auckland Nines jersey. Oh, stick the Auckland Nines in the bin and never bring it back. Or, or the just concept, have- The concept could work, oh, but it just didn't. Or, or you just have it so you can just point and laugh at Parramatta because it's the only time they've had a, a trophy in the last 40 years and they even had that one taken off them. Because let's face it, it's Parramatta. Let's go to number six, the last one before we go to the break, and we're going to jump into the world of ice hockey. Now, a lot of people know here that I am a bit of a Montreal Canadiens fan, and it rubs just about everyone up at this show the wrong way, especially one certain Lord Mayor whose team from the other side of the border, uh, you know, a bunch of guys that quite honestly should just stay over in Ontario. But my beloved Montreal Canadiens has come up with arguably the worst hockey jersey of all time. And Georgia, I, I think it was described best by the pocket rocket herself when she said it looked like they were trying to rip off the Sydney Roosters. It does. And, I mean, actually, if you look at it, it also kind of looks like a barbershop pole. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That is the perfect description of it, the barbershop pole jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized that looking at it, I was like, hey, I need to get my undercut done. Oh, hold on. It reminds oh, me that, oh, geez, when the, hopefully the, uh, the old uh, haircut – Shops can open up soon so I can get this uh, this mullet chopped. Oh, mate, you and me both. You and me both. But the, the worst part is then as well is that you've got all of these really weird-looking stripes on it. As you said, the barber cop, the barbershop stripes. And then this ugly maple leaf with CAC in the middle of it. I'm sorry. There's only one team that wears a maple leaf in the middle of it. They are actually called the maple leaves and they are a terrible ice hockey team. How about you, I'd like to point out the orange gloves this guy is wearing as well because it looks like he's wearing a pair of oven mitts with his barbershop suit. Oh, my word. Yeah, the retro gloves. Reebok as well. Oh, Reebok. Jesus. (laughs) I know. What a fall from grace for Reebok. Yeah, I said to thought Anthony Minichel would be flying down the inside when I saw this jersey. <laughs> that sort of reminded me of the early Roosters, like early 2010s jerseys for the yeah. Roosters. They wore that they they wore that striped jersey, which didn't look too bad as a rugby league jersey. But this looks it's obviously because they're massive. They wear all the all the padding in the world underneath those jerseys, so it looks horrendous. Like yeah. looks warped and all over the joint. The two things come to mind with this. First off, the stripes don't even align. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can see they're not, they're not equal. And 
not only not only that, but just the way it gets broken up the way through, it just does, it doesn't fit. The, mind you, the Roosters jersey, the, the, the best memory I've got with that was when David Fialongo lamped one on Brayton Asta. It was that yeah. jersey. Yeah, and he got the penalty for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that to break the Asta? Let's face just, it. I've, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've just realised, these stripes are red, white, and blue, right? Yes. And they're from Canada. Yes. And does the country next to Canada not use red, white, and blue stripes? Ah, uh, yes, but you have to remember that this that Montreal from the French side. Of course, who also use red, white, and blue. Yes. Okay, well that so, makes a lot. That that, that does. Uh, yeah, I was, I'll give you. I that. was going to say I'm a little worried because another country right. that that country is affiliated with is red, white, and blue. Yeah. Yes. But so, yeah. that could be misconstrued. Yeah, it, it, it is misconstrued, but it is a tradition. The red, white, and blue is the traditional colours for Montreal. So yeah, that, is, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But the design of it is just, yeah, you know, the barbershop, the barbershop. I, I do like that Reebok tried to save it with the completely blue shorts and the completely blue helmet. Nothing, I'm sorry. Not much could save that. Except for taking it off, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you get in the change room, take it off. Yeah. Training that, gear. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even wear that as training gear. I'd go wear last year's jersey. <laughs> so so what have we got so far in terms of brands copying brands copying at the moment? Because at the moment I think you'll find that it's actually Canterbury in the lead for the worst jerseys at the moment. Yeah, so far. Yeah, Canterbury with two. Reebok with one, uh, and Nike with one. And do we ever find it? Oh, I think that's classic, is it? The basketball jersey designers. Actually, not sure. That, that's one for Dr. Google, Anthony. Yeah, we might one. have to, we might have to try and find it. So with that, we're going to go to our break, and when we come back, hopefully we'll have the name for that, and we'll also have part two of our rip of the top ten worst jerseys of all time. You are listening to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. And indeed, some of your bad ones. Yes, we're celebrating all that is terrible within the sports fashion with the top 10 worst jerseys of all time. And I'm joined here by the Queen of North Taramara, Georgia Lermas Flutterin, and the Canberra kid, Jake Aquilina. And we've gone through some horrendous ones so far, but breaking news, Georgia, I think you've got an update on one of the jerseys that we were looking at and who actually made it. I do, I do. So for the Milwaukee Bucks, we were trying to figure out who, who made their jersey for the NBL, and it turns out, NBA, I think it is, sorry, and it turns out that it was actually made by Adidas. Oh, jeez. Adidas are normally solid. I know. I know. I was I was quite surprised. I'm not going to lie because some of the Adidas jerseys are pretty spot on. Yeah. So that is absolute tragedy. So for those keeping score on which, which company has been making the worst sports jerseys of all time, it is Adidas with, Adidas with one, Nike with one, 
Cant- um, sorry. Canterbury. Canterbury with two and Reebok with one. Now, any surprises from, from you guys yet in terms of who's leading? Yeah, Canterbury. They do some good jerseys, but they clearly yeah. have a couple of shockers with the New Zealand uh, the New Zealand teams because they're a New Zealand brand, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Yeah, that's right. From Canterbury so, and New Zealand, funnily enough. And who, did you, who would you have thought should be leading it just because you just don't like their jerseys? I thought Nike would be would be well in front because they just – like I said, they're, they're easily they're happy to push the boundaries of fashion. Reebok probably because they just need a four. They've had a big fall from Grace Reebok, so they might want something outlandish to you know get them in the news. But I thought Nike would be the one to be well in front. And it's Canterbury in a tight squeeze at the moment. But we are now going to enter into the top five. And don't forget, we are going to include some of our. Um, we are going to include our dishonorable mentions as we go through this. As we go to number five. Jake, we are going to go to your your main sport of rugby union. And I'll tell you what, when we mentioned this jersey, I couldn't think of anything more garish than this one and how appropriate for this day and age. Oh, um, Paris rugby are known for their, um, should we say, outlandish or even flamboyant jerseys that they like to don when they're taking the um, – taking the field in the French rugby competition over there in, in, in France. They've got some out, a very outlandish jerseys. There's a few to choose from. They um, they love a, like a bright pink, a lot of flowery, a lot of different photos. But the one we've gone for is their worst jersey. It's this weird sort of mixture of like cartoon jerseys, I guess, or like cartoon faces, sorry, that are just covering this jersey. Like the sleeves are like a, just a normal blue and then – all the way around the torso and up the back is all like small cartoons of people. I don't. I just don't. I don't even know who half of these are, let alone why they're on the jersey. And, and Georgia, I think you described it best when you called it the cardboard cutout jersey. I did. I did. So I mean, when COVID first hit and we first brought sport back, a lot of teams actually put cardboard cutouts in the stadium to make it look like there were supporters there. And they ran mini competitions for that. And this is what it looks like. It looks like the COVID-19 cardboard cutout spectators all plastered on the jersey. And this is fairly... Did you guys fork out cash for the uh, the cardboard cutout um, in the stadiums? I did, did not. pay for one? Oh, I did. I, we did as... A, we, we, was, we were having a few um, loudmouth soups up at the... Uh, the pub and we thought it'd be a funny idea to take funny photos of each other and upload them to like teams that we thought wouldn't get enough fans so we all took funny photos of each other uploaded it to the gold coast titans um uh <laughs> stayed even to see if we can get on tv no no uh no, no one saw anyone which is a shame which makes the story even worse but it was great fun right at the time some boy's dog got on there yeah oh t- that's not even close to the worst people that got on those cardboard cutouts Oh, there's been stories. There have been some stories of some very dodgy people getting in there as a, as no, a gag. Do you not watch the Maddie John show? They had to apologise for because they uh, there was a few um, in German and Russian history that weren't very nice people that got on. Yeah, I heard about that. I did hear Ooh, about that. I think somebody tried. Good. Yeah, I think there was a, there was a story as well that one of them even managed to get Josef Fritzl snuck in on that. Yeah, rhymes with Gadolf. Oh, <laughs> sure. oh, no, oh no. But I will say, I will say that some teams actually did use that very well because, uh, especially in the NFL, the Washington 
uh, national team, their coach actually went through cancer. And for his first game, uh, for his first return game, they had all of his friends and family send photos in. And one of the sections was dedicated to his family, friends and uh-huh. and past people that he'd known. So that was actually really sweet to see. Oh. That's, that's, that is gen- that is genuinely good, good sports. Yeah. Yeah. Better than this. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you know all the babies and the dogs and they're in the next stand. But and what is it like? I'm looking at the jersey now, and I'm not even sure. Like, there's some players of the team. There's like people that look like famous people. I swear, there's one that looks like looks like Jeff Hardy from WWE, genuinely with the face paint and everything. It's like I guess they're all French people, but I don't even know. What's going on. I don't know what's going on with. Yeah, I honestly don't know what's going what the go is. Yeah, but they but they are known for their outlandish jerseys. The French. Yeah. Well, sorry. The Parisians, should I say, not the French. Uh, the Paris Rugby Club, they are known for their outlandish jerseys. And we should point out as well, the, make, the manufacturer of this jersey, they're in for number two. It is Adidas. One of the stranger parts about this jersey, the logo in the middle. Just below the neckline, not on yeah. the, not over the heart. Unusual. Unusual indeed. Let's go to number four. We're going to come back home. I think, Georgia, you, you, are, you were talking about – you meant, made one comment which is so true about this as we go to the sport of AFL. I don't, you weren't sure if you are watching an AFL game or if Tiger Woods was about to tee off. Yeah, so this 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 uh, jersey is the traditional diamond-looking – what would you call them? Sweaters that they would wear traditionally in golf. And I honestly don't know if we're waiting to see Tiger Woods tee off or if Hawthorne is going to kick a goal. I, I, I'm a little confused which sport I'm watching here. Uh, Jake, the color the color choices just makes it even worse, doesn't it? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like pub carpets, but from like the 1970s. <laughs> or, or bus or bus seating. Bus seats. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Bus seats. That's exactly what it reminds me of. Bus seats. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like a, like an old Sydney bus seat, 100%. 100%. Well, this one this one snuck onto the list because it was worn as a pre-season uh, Guernsey, I think they call it. The Melbourne yeah, Guernsey, set. yes. Strange people down there. But, um, yes, the, it was a pre-season jersey, so we snuck that one because it was worn on field Caruso. So that just snuck in under the, uh, the on-field jerseys rule. It did, it did. There were some bad ones as well because, of course, we all remember the – Secure the yellow that they wore for the NAB Cup. Uh, that was pretty bad. This almost vomit yellow, but this just absolutely takes the cake. And what's even worse about it is that you would look at this and think, well, this has got to be some something terrible, like from the late seventies, early eighties, or something like that. Someone thought it would be a good idea to do this. No, Jake, you found out it was nineteen ninety five. No, ninety five. Exactly right. Is when I first saw this jersey, I thought, oh, one hundred percent, that's late seventies for sure. Yeah. But no, 95. Someone had the bright idea of wearing that in the 90s, which is beyond me. And what's even more disappointing, Georgia, is that we don't know who actually made this jersey, this guernsey no. for them. No, we don't. And, I mean, that is such a big letdown, I'm not going to lie. But, hey, I found online that it is worth $3,000 now. It's worth no, $3,000. Right. Yeah. Turn it up. Is it actually worth $3,000? Yep, that it says estimated $2,000. Is forking out three grand for a bus seat. No, no one in their right mind for a pre-season jersey. That, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm sorry. I want to save to buy a house. That would be nice. You could buy so much better stuff for $3,000 than, than that, than that horrific thing. Oh, there's a cheaper one for 600 if anyone wants to spend that much. 
bargain. Giving it away. <laughs> giving it away. 600 bucks. Catch me. Now, I am looking up at the moment. I don't know if they made it way back then, but Adidas do currently make Hawthorne's Guernseys. Yeah. It's a long, long bow to, uh, to draw there, Chris. So yeah, I'm not... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cast dispersions on them. What's that? Twenty six years. Yeah, I'm not gonna cast dispersions on it. But you know, there there is a relationship going back at least fifteen twenty years with Adidas by the looks of it. Jeez. So may not be far. We're not gonna give it to Adidas just mm-hmm. yet. But geez, it gets pretty close. Who knows? If it gets tight, we might have to give it to them anyway, as the worst jers- the Guernsey designers. So there we are. It's in coming in, in fourth place is the Hawthorne golf sweater Guernsey. And I worked out what it was. It was actually used for an entire preseason. The the old what they call used to call the Ansett Cup is when they used it, the entire competition for it. Similar so, to that similar to the NAB Cup that it is now. Yes, so it was used for an entire preseason. So yeah, there it is. Hawthorne's 1995 Ansett Cup Guernsey, the golf sweater Guernsey. We are now in the top three. By the way, we should also point out as well that Hawthorne one is the highest ranking Australian jersey or Guernsey piece of clothing. Thank God. Thank God we're not that. Thank God it didn't get any higher. So we have some taste, a little bit, not much. Just a little bit. Well, out of of the top ten, we've only got the Hawthorne jersey, and that's it. uh, And that was it. We had the honourable, we've had dishonourable mentions, but that's it. So we've only had one bad jersey in the top ten. Yeah, and New Zealand have had two. We're now going to go back to the US. Geez, they're copying it tonight, aren't they? Yeah, rightly so. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It is the top three, the bronze medal, and we're going to baseball with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And oh. this is just horrendous. Georgia, what did you describe this Pirates um, jersey as? Well, to be completely fair, it looks like a kid's drawing. It, it looks like something that you would have to copy off the board or something like that in class as a bit of a as a bit of an art project. This is like one of those ones where uh, the teacher gets is like super hungover from the weekend, prints <laughs> off like a photo of a pirate, and just goes color that in for a couple of hours while I just get over these first twenty like these first two hours with Barocco and time. And you just you just paint that, and we'll just hang it up on the front of the classroom. You know when you walk past classrooms and like all the same painting is just done horrifically bad over the front like window. It yeah. looks like they just thought, oh that'll do, and we'll just stick it on the jersey. And, the and worst it, looks part like, is, it looks like this kid went, I'm not going to color the face, I'm just going to color the bandana. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to color the whole thing, and then you guys can deal with it from there. But the worst part about this jersey is that the numbers they're not like you know in chronological order from left to right. They're up and they're like from the top down and then and the and the names of the jersey the names of the players sorry next to the numbers are top down as well who thought that was a good idea it looks horrendous i mean do you have to literally just tilt your head to be able to read what the name is i mean you're gonna you're gonna pull your neck muscles doing that all day what's coach, the point of what you get coach i gotta come yeah. off the field i pinched a muscle in my neck you know what's really impressive about this jersey is that whichever kid designed has actually stayed within the lines of that bandana. I, that's impressive, eh? It's a dead set miracle. Although I would like to point out that 
it is an overshirt and an undershirt, and <laughs> <laughs> I've just noticed this because the undershirt is gold, and I can see it sticking up from the guy who's wearing it. And actually, looking at the batting coach that he's high fiving, you you can see that the uh, the red and black and the pirate are it's a lot up. tighter are a lot tighter than the gold undershirt. Oh, so it's like a gold undershirt, and then they've just got like the red with the black sleeves over the top of that with the pirate, like a massive pirate face on the front. Yeah, I, I have noticed that. that. And that's up there with the Australian 2020 jersey we were talking about earlier. That is horrific. I did, it's it's like it's like we're in primary school and like um, you've got your sports shirt on and then the teacher makes you wear bibs to know which team you're in. Yeah. That's genuinely oh, what that it's like. That is the worst. And, and there are some bad baseball um, jerseys throughout the time. I think I remember the old um, – one of the Brooklyn Dodgers – jerseys from way back then was this sort of soft baby blue jersey it just looked it looked like something you would put a baby in when they when they're five hours old it's just it just looked absolutely terrible and then the montreal expos with their expos done in such a way that it looks like it's giving everyone a thumbs up (laughs) but nice work guys we'll give you a big thumbs up for that Mm-hmm. So it's there. There are some bad ones there from baseball. A couple of dishonourable mentions, but my word, the Pittsburgh Pirates, you have taken the cake. Oh, it's just I'm still looking at it now. It does. It, it gets worse the more you look at it. It's one of those it, ones you like. It makes me angry because, as as you guys are saying, the more you look at it, the worse it is because the pirate isn't actually centered. It's slightly to the <laughs> left. Yeah, it is too. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, dear. That's something you can't unsee. (laughs) And the manufacturer of their jerseys is Majestic. Ooh. Ooh. That's a random one. That's That's a a bit more of a random one. choice of name, isn't it? It's because it's not a Majestic. I wouldn't call that Majestic by any stretch. No, no, absolutely. It's 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 nice to see they've come a long way with the the WBBL and the BBL jerseys. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, with time fast approaching, it is time to go to the second worst jersey, the silver medal of all time, and we're going to go to football. Now, there have been some terrible jerseys throughout the time, and as a football fan in particular, I've, I've borne witness to some of the absolute worst of the worst. Uh, as a Juventus fan, military green that they turned up in as an alternate jersey was terrible. Georgia, I think you mentioned a Manchester City jersey. That's not counter, but as a dishonorable mention, just because of the way it looks. Yeah, so I believe it was uh, for them scoring a hundred points, and it, it's just—I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a hundred points uh, in a game. That's a great effort. No, hundred points in a seat in a Premier League season. Yeah, in a season. Ah, don't come at me with fact and logic. It just sounds heaps better when you say a hundred points in the game. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Hundred points in the game. Anyway, but it looks like they've just used a whole bunch of leftover material to make this jersey. It looks like they ran out, and it's a bit like that Christmas present where you try to wrap it and then realize you don't have enough, so you're trying to find other paper to keep going. <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good description of it. Um, one from the A League that I would mention was when Brisbane Raw tried to merge orange and maroon into a jersey together. No, no, that 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 color combination doesn't work. Does that even? How could that even happen? 
I don't know. They tried it. It failed spectacularly. Someone left the intern in charge. Yeah. No, no, no. You know the afternoon. You've got to sort out the jersey. For, it's Friday afternoon. It's four o'clock. Just sort whatever they're going to play on Saturday night. Just deal with that. We'll sort the rest out on Monday. No, it, get, it gets even better. You, you know what it was? It was an attempt to try and get the rugby league fan by splashing Maroon into a Queensland-based <laughs> team. It's just like, oh. no, no. So, um, Of course, it, another disagreement mention is the broken glass Socceroos jersey, Caruso. Your oh, favorite. my, yes. Oh, yes. my God. And I remember it in particular because I used to have a broken glass goalkeeping jersey. Of course you did. This is back – this, is, of course, was back in 1993 for the run to the World Cup of 1994, and they wore this in a series of matches in the lead-up to that um, – in the lead-up to the qualifiers against Argentina. They used this against New Zealand in the qualifiers. And there is a picture, if you get the chance, of Robbie Slater in it and Graham Arnold. And, geez, they look impressed in that jersey, don't they? I mean, I, I, think, I think the best way to describe this jersey is that a little kid was – or someone was playing with a soccer ball too close to two stained glass windows, kicked the ball, it went straight through, and they tried to piece it back together, and they just didn't quite get there. But they are dishonourable mentions because we found one that's even worse. Jake, you went to one of your good mates to find this, I believe, as well. Well, just before starting recording this, I was just talking with my housemate about bad jerseys and if he had any mentions. And he goes, oh, I've got this really this really bad one from Spain. And I'll, I'll absolutely butcher the pronunciation of this. And there's even a, an extra word on the end that I won't even bother pronouncing. I can, I can do it for you. It is, oh, please club, do. It is club Deportivo Palencia. There you go. Uh, and their jersey... The, I, I thought this was going to be number one when I first saw it, but we've got one that's even worse than this, which is a miracle. It's the jersey and included the shorts with the, like, not an outline, but it, like a graphic depiction of the muscles of the body, uh, the flesh jersey we've called it, all the way from, you know, all the way the back, from the, like, the pec muscles all the way down to the abdominals on the shorts, the like hamstrings and uh, quads, arm muscles. It, it's It's dead set, like, looking at in, when you're in PHP in year 11 and they're, they're trying to teach you all the names of the muscles. That's literally what it looks like. It is one of the worst. Who thought, yeah, we'll just put them all in like, let's just rip the skin off people essentially is what we've, got, is what we've done and just put that, that bit that's under the skin on top of the skin. Like, it looks like they skinned them they're inside out. They're genuinely inside out. Although to be fair, I would have worn this to my, uh, my sports science final in hopes that my figure would give me more marks so I didn't just get a pass. Or or you could have worn it and cheated. And yeah, yeah. Sorry, there. miss, I'm, I'm just looking at my muscles. Hold on, I've got to figure out which one's which. I, I would, you see, if, if I had a rig that good, honestly, I, I would just, I, I would be happy to wear that shirt. You never wear a shirt. You'd never wear it. You? If you this, generally look like that, you'd never wear a shirt. Well, why would you? Yeah, yeah, true. You, you're quite true. right there. I mean, this is this would be perf- This would actually be perfect for me because I can I can just hide out how ordinary my rig is. Let's face it. I've got a genuine dad bod. I'd look good in this. Nothing, mate. Nothing wrong with the dad bod. Dude, I'm telling you, mate. Nothing wrong with just, it. Just ask Nathan Lyon. Exactly, exactly right. Jeez, <laughs> oh, there's a team photo. I'm looking at the team photo. A little muffin um, top going on there. And look, you're looking at the team photo, and they're. It looks like, gee, they're not happy to wear the jersey. 
Gee, the players are not happy to wear this jersey. I'm trying to find. Oh. There's that. I've even found the goalkeeper, the goalkeeping jersey of it. It's the same design in purple. It's actually horrific. Actually, uh, I'd wear that. No joke, I would wear that. Who's idea is this to wear like your innards on your outards? Essentially, is what happened here. Maybe, maybe Dexter came up with this one. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> It's at, at least, at least, at least they haven't gone too far with the um with yeah. the flesh. Let's just say that, which is more well, than what we. I found why they wore it. <laughs> essentially, it's because, essentially it's to show their willingness to give their skin in a bid to reach Segunda B. So I sent they're like a third division team. This team, and it's their and it's to show their willingness to give their skin to move up into the second division. So there you go. That's that, what that feels like a bit of a stretch. Dedication. <laughs> ask me. <laughs> that's a that's a dad joke right there, Georgia. That is an. I, I think I'm pregnant from that dad joke now. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Their yeah. opponents in the game wore tuxedo themed jerseys. Oh no way. Oh, there is. I swear to God, a tuxedo themed jersey. So their opponents have got, like, white jackets with, like, a black shirt and a bow tie on their jersey, and then the goalkeepers are opposite, black coat, white take, shirt. It's just taking the piss. It's dead set what happened in their in their, <laughs> their third division finals playoff or whatever it is. Yeah. So, this final. You remember how I said we dedicated this episode to our good mate Matthew J. Butcher? He'd be proud of this. Oh, my God, unbelievable. They butchered that jersey. <laughs> It's like someone's ordered them a whole series of suit jamas. <laughs> it's like when Hamish and Andy wore their tracksuits for their TV show. That's generally what it looks like. Clearly, they're not very comfortable in their own skin. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh, oh. We're moving on. We, you, yeah, that, I that, think I've got uh, twins now. I'm sorry. I can keep going with all the puns. <laughs> I know. I know. Now, the, the, as I said before, well, actually, we should mention as well who designed this as well. This is a new entry. It's Kappa. Yeah, Kappa usually quite stylish. This is just... Evidently not. Evidently not. But, as I mentioned before, the saving grace from this, the only saving grace, is that it can actually be worn by anyone and it doesn't actually show too much, which is more than what we can say for the gold medal, the worst jersey of all time, Georgia. Yeah. I have no words for for number one. That's just how ridiculous it looks i mean i i just i can't i can't deal with it let's 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 the the funny the reason why this has come up uh in particular very recently is because a company um i think it's only like a year or so ago has designed a cycling jersey called the hairy nude kit now jake you and i would probably consider wearing this as a bit of a gag wouldn't we i'd certainly wear it to some sort of fancy dress party where the theme is Come with something you don't want to be in 20 years. Yes. That's probably what I'd wear it to. I certainly would not be wearing it around doing 40Ks on my on my two-wheeler. I'll give you the tip. Yeah, absolutely. It is the epitome of a dad bod right there, in fact, in, the, in terms of that jersey sign. Why is this significant? Because the same company, a company called Bicycle Nude, designed the uniform for Sorry, the Columbia. Don't even go to that. The company is called... Cycling nude, is that right? No, no, no. It's they're called bicycle. It's the, the official company is um, B- 
bicycle booth. A bicycle booth. Yeah, they call it the Harry. They call it the Harry. Oh right, and that would give you, uh, you know, a sense into where they're going from. But it's not bicycle booth. No, no, it's it's bicycle booth, and they call the jersey the Harry. Bicycle booth sort of like some sort of cult that you'd get involved in, (laughs) in like I don't know some sort of rogue place in America where they're like, oh, all we do is just cycle nude. But no, no, no. Carry on. The hairy nude kit is what they call the bare, hairy-chested jersey that they that they have designed. Why is it significant? We are going to go back to 2014 where they designed the uniform for the Colombian women's national cycling team. Georgia, honestly, how do you describe this? I, I honestly have no words. I'm a little bit surprised. I mean, I take my hat off to these women because they, they wore it, they got up there, and in this photo I'm seeing, they don't look so ashamed to be wearing it. Words just cannot describe this. Uh, I, I, I want to try and, like, describe it. Not in so a G-rate, G-rated. G-rated. Not, so kids in cars don't have to cover their ears. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so the top from the from sort of the belly button area up is has got the normal team, you know, normal Colombian team colours. They've got, a, like, a white and a red and, and yellow. It all looks, you know, it looks fairly good. And then sort of from the upper thigh down – same colours, red and white, opposite looks, for looks each pretty leg. Good. If you yeah. if you complete that, it looks pretty good. That, yeah, that's fine. That section's fine. From yeah. the upper thigh to just above the belly button region is not what you could misconstrue as see through if you're looking at it from far away, but it is in fact a, a graphic on the front of the lycra that is that is made to look like the skin of that particular area of the body in female. Like, they've not covered anything up, essentially. It, what it, makes it, 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 it would be see-through without it actually being see-through, if that makes sense to anyone. It, it makes me feel like, if I was wearing that, it makes me feel like I would have to wear underpants over the top of it to try and cover it up. I would get a spray can out and just spray can out the rest of it, like, just so it's black or something, so I don't have to, like, so just so I wouldn't have. Like you said, George, though, they look pretty confident. Standing up there, mm. you know, with the with the go past in a flash, they look like they're a bit nude. <laughs> Essentially, they they look like they are, and I, I'd be wearing shorts on top of these. I'm sorry. Hundred <laughs> oh, percent. <laughs> That, that's I, like that. That is like the opposite of ripping your pants in PE. That's like you rip the front, but all the way up. <laughs> yeah. and, and we've and we've seen from time to time cyclists have to deal with wardrobe malfunctions. Mm. But this just looks like a permanent wardrobe malfunction, and they're just going, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and write this anyway. Maybe that's where I got the idea from. Someone had a wardrobe malfunction. A wardrobe malfunction. They went, you know what? Actually, don't. It doesn't look that bad. Leave it. Leave it like a midriff top. It's natural. And half a pants. I don't get how you they could get away with allowing anyone to dress like this. I feel like it's, there would have been fines involved. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Surely they'd be pulled over for the police for indecent exposure for this. That's what I would have thought. <laughs> it is. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen, a random company called Bicycle Booth, the Colombian women's national cycling team nude jersey. And we are saying nude. So there we are. Those are the top ten. And we need to make mention as well of the worst, the two worst designers do we go for the tiebreaker? Because currently it is between A, 
Adidas and Canterbury for the worst designer? Do we give it to – is it a tie or do we give it to Adidas on the back of their history with Hawthorne and that um, golfing sweater? Well, I want, I want to give it to Adidas purely on – Canterbury has done, some, has done two bad jerseys. And they're not even that bad. Adidas have done a lot worse. Like have done a lot of bad jerseys. So I'm, I'm, I wanted to give it to Adidas, but I think in the nature of fair's fair, two all in the top ten because we can't confirm whether Adidas had the Hawthorne jersey from '95. Two all uh, is the go for me. Yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to agree there because yeah, if, if we can't, we can't make assumptions. And we can't just guess on how many years was it? Twenty-five years. So um, no, I think it's fair that both team, both of them, take it out. So there we are, Canterbury and Adidas. You have been served notice for doing for being the worst, equal worst jersey designers in sporting history, ladies and gentlemen. That is full time. I think we can put our glasses down and relax because we've now gotten through the worst of sporting fashion. I hope we never see anything like this again, but maybe in 10 years' time we're going to have to do another one of these lists and see if it's gotten any better or if indeed we've seen even more shockers. I want to thank my two guests tonight, Georgia Lomas-Footerin and Jake Aquilina. Thank you both very much for joining me on this, and we hope to do more Top 10 soon. Always a pleasure to have a chore, Mr. Caruso. Thank you for having me, and I'll be off to find that Paris jersey now. (laughs) (laughs) To go with all the garish goalkeeping jerseys you and I have got. I've only got the one, and it's an eyesore. Well, that's what we, it's what we all need. It's what we all come to do. Come to do. This is Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, YouTube Music, and Spotify, and TuneIn Radio app, and all good podcast sites. On behalf of Georgia Lomas Footerin and Jake Aquilina, I'm Anthony the Bull Caruso. As always, run hard or run home. Good night.